laughing your way to the bank. How to use humor in marketing. Like me, you probably love to laugh. That's because most of us all love humor. We love seeing funny movies, reading funny books, and telling or hearing funny jokes. But humor can also affect us in surprising ways. For example, humor can make men appear more attractive to women, but for lady comedians, not the reverse. Humor can also affect your quality of life. People who find things funny are healthier and live longer. Humor can also help you grow your business. In fact, using humor in marketing can be a great way to draw attention to your products or services. This is because people find funny ads or commercials more memorable. Humor in advertising is so effective that the majority of ads in North America are funny or lighthearted. Clearly, funny marketing works well for a lot of businesses. And it can work well for you too. But before you spice up your Facebook posts with some racy jokes, keep in mind that using humor in marketing still needs strategy and finesse. Although you might wish it were true, you can't just crack a few jokes and expect them to grow your business. Of course, we usually think of funny people as being humorous without trying. When we watch our favorite comedians, they certainly seem like they are making things up as they go along. But the reality is far more complex. Comedians are often funny because they write, rewrite, and practice their jokes over and over and over. In other words, they are funny because they have a strategy, and it's a strategy they work hard on. And you can learn from how comedians strategize their humor to help grow your business too. So here are three great tips to use humor in marketing to help you engage prospective customers. One, learn who your core customer base is and make sure to gear your humor towards that audience. Two, use situational humor, provided that it's relatable to your target audience. And three, use irreverent humor carefully. Remember that sensitivity and timing are key. First up, let's talk about why gearing your humor to your customer base is so important. One, Learn who your core customer base is and make sure to gear your humor towards that audience. This may seem like common sense to some, but you would be amazed at how often businesses forget this. Regardless of whether they're using humor or not, businesses sometimes don't realize they aren't targeting their actual customers. An excellent article from Eddie Yoon at Harvard Business Review discusses examples of this trend. It relates how most jarred salsa super consumers are Caucasian. Yet companies selling jarred salsa spend more money trying to advertise to Hispanic super consumers instead. Salsa companies clearly have some incorrect assumptions about their core customers, and it's hurting their business. Naturally, we all have bias about who our ideal customer is or should be. But if that costs you money, then it's bad business. This is especially true for humor, which can tread a thin line between edgy and defensive. And if you don't know your core customers really well, the results can be disastrous. A great example of humor backfiring is California Milk Processor Board's 2011 advertising fiasco. Their ads centered around some evidence that milk could help alleviate the symptoms of PMS. Already a tricky subject, the ads featured terrified men offering up milk, apparently to terrifying women, with captions like, I'm sorry I listened to what you said and not what you meant. Clearly, the ads are meant to be funny, and while some people did get the joke, most of the response was negative with criticisms published everywhere from Forbes to NBC. Responses were actually so negative that some said the campaign worked in favor of milk's competitors, like soy milk. But from a marketing standpoint, the real problem with this campaign was not just that some people found it offensive, 
It was that alienating women is a terrible marketing strategy for milk. Even with recent increases in men buying groceries, women still make the majority of grocery purchases, including milk. So using humor that offends or alienates women in order to sell milk backfires because women are milk's main purchasers. Granted, when it comes to humor, you're probably always going to offend someone. It's like this great Buddha quote from the Dhammapada, quote, There never was, there will never be, nor now is ever found, a person blamed perpetually, or one who's wholly praised, unquote. When it comes to humor, you can't please everyone, or keep from offending everyone, no matter how hard you work. But what's key here is not that you should avoid offending people through humor that's so PC it's no longer funny. What's key here is that you shouldn't use humor that alienates your core customers. So if you want that funny ad or Twitter post to help your business, make sure that your core customers will find it funny in the first place. Know who your customers are, and keep in mind what they will respond to. Another great tip on using humor in marketing is to try something classic, like situational humor. 2. Use situational humor, provided that it's relatable to your target audience. One thing that marketers use a lot in funny advertising is situational humor, or scenarios where the juxtaposition of people, things, or elements is funny in some way. Neuroscientists have studied how situational humor works, and they use the idea of incongruity theory to explain it. A Bloomberg article notes that, quote, incongruity theory suggests things that are funny somehow violate an expectation about how the world works and that this aberration or incongruity is laugh-inducing, unquote. Essentially, incongruity theory is a joke equivalent of fitting a square peg into a round hole. It's why jokes that start with lines like, a duck walks into a bar, are so amusing. But situational humor is not just about stuff stuck together that doesn't normally intersect. It's about fitting those things together in a new way. So when making funny ads or social media posts, consider putting different elements together in a new or surprising way. Of course, this can also backfire. If you try too hard to create the unexpected, you may end up like poor Marcel Duchamp in this hilarious Harkavagric comic. In the comic, Marcel Duchamp decides to, quote, push the boundaries, unquote, of breakfast by cooking soap as if it is an egg and eating it with his shoe as a confused woman looks on. The woman's confused reaction to Duchamp's bizarre breakfast shows why situational humor can sometimes fail. If it tries too hard to be new or absurd like this, it can sometimes end up alienating core customers. A great example of this is the recent Burger King Random Gloria fiasco that people have been talking about. In case you're not hip to fast food marketing disasters, Burger King tried to drum up excitement for the re-release of their chicken fries by having a chicken named Gloria randomly choose whether cities in a nationwide tour would get the aforementioned chicken fries or not. Here is a snippet from the actual press release. Quote, Each day, when Gloria arrives with her expert handler, she will ascend from her plush coop onto her custom decision-making stage and randomly choose whether or not chicken fries will return to that Burger King restaurant. It's simple. If Gloria chooses yes, chicken fries will be on the menu at that location. If she chooses no, sorry, no chicken fries that day. The campaign is clearly meant to be situationally funny and unexpected. The idea of a chicken in control of Burger King, rather than the reverse, is certainly unique. But Chicken Fries fans were not tickled by this novel approach.
People caught on to how disturbing it was for a live chicken to determine where dead chickens would be eaten. Quick to latch onto this absurdity, online media sources ran headlines like, Burger King tricked some poor chicken into deciding if people get to eat her friends. While the campaign was distinctive, general consensus was that it was in poor taste, more than unique or amusing. So what can you learn from this? If you use situational humor, put together a situation in a way that is new or surprising, but still will be relatable to your target audience. Speaking of that target audience, some of the best situational humor in advertising usually does double duty and illustrates something about your company to potential customers. So consider using a funny situation that also illustrates who you are and what you value, speaks to your core customer's beliefs and values, or speaks to your core customer's pain points. Another compelling strategy for using humor in marketing is to only use irreverent or un-PC humor if you're very, very careful. 3. Use irreverent humor carefully. Remember that sensitivity and timing are key. This past summer, I contracted Lyme disease from a tick bite. This was not an enjoyable experience. In response, my family sent me a Get Well Soon card with a bunch of punny comments like, I hope you get well soon, I ain't lying, and Dear Hannah, hope this comment doesn't tick you off. While they weren't necessarily funny at the time, they are pretty funny now. To me, this experience highlights what Mark Twain famously said about what's funny. Quote, humor is tragedy plus time, unquote. And it's true. A lot of crummy stuff that happens to us is also funny, eventually. It's also likely to be funny to others as well, as my family can attest. There is a term that describes when we make light of another's misfortune. It's called schadenfreude, and it happens in comedy, a lot. Most comedians' jokes are riddled with funny references to illness, violence, natural disasters, embarrassed political figures, and other generally un-PC stuff. A great example is the infamous comedy set where comedian Tignataro cracked jokes about her mother dying, her recent breakup, and her being diagnosed with cancer. It's pure schadenfreude in action. Because schadenfreude is so common in comedy, provocative humor may appear especially attractive as a marketing device. After all, provocative content, especially on social media, can help drive shares because it elicits strong reactions in people. And strong emotional responses are what drive whether content goes viral online. But you also want to make sure your humor reflects how you want customers to see you. For example, irreverent jokes may end up hurting your brand because they can make your company look unprofessional. The bottom line is that the humor you present should always show how you want your company to be viewed by customers. Of course, if edgy humor won't hurt your company image, then remember that there are right and wrong ways to use this type of humor. The key is really to understand that whole timing thing. Scientists at the University of Colorado Boulder did an amazing study in 2012 that looked at when social media posts about something horrible, like a national disaster, were most funny. They used Twitter to post funny quips before, during, and after Hurricane Sandy made landfall and measured how funny people found them. The results were fascinating. Quote, Respondents in the first group thought the jokes were pretty funny the day before the storm hit. The laughter died down after landfall, reaching its nadir a week afterwards on November 7th, when many in the region were still without power or basic goods. 
From there, the jokes were thought to be funnier as weeks went by, peaking five weeks after landfall. Then apathy took over, unquote. Besides the fact that they proved that humor is tragedy plus time is totally true, what they learned is that there are specific times when humor about stuff that sucks is most funny. It's usually some time after an event, provided enough time has passed. So if you're going to crack edgy jokes about something in the news, you might consider adopting what researchers learned about timing, especially if you want to be sure that people will see the joke. Above all, you need to be careful. Finesse is required for this type of humor. It's important to remember that there are some subjects, like the Holocaust, which will probably never be in good taste to joke about, no matter what kind of timing you use. This can be seen in the recent DiGiorno scandal, where the company decided to capitalize on the fact that the Why I Stayed hashtag was trending on Twitter. DiGiorno used Why I Stayed to advertise their frozen pizza, only to realize afterwards that the hashtag was being used to share domestic abuse stories. And while they claim that the use of the hashtag was an accident, this example is still a cautionary tale for how irreverent humor can backfire. Whether they meant it or not, misusing this hashtag caused a lot of negative attention for DiGiorno, which culminated in them issuing a public apology and sending thousands of apology tweets to anyone who was upset or offended. That kind of negative attention can really hurt your business. So what can we learn from all this? If you decide to use irreverent or provocative humor in your marketing, remember to be thoughtful about it. Don't use edgy humor if it doesn't fit with your company image. If you do decide to crack some edgy jokes, remember to consider that the timing in which you do so is really, really important. And always keep in mind that some subjects should be off-limits, no matter how funny you think you can make them. As you've seen, Humor can do tons of stuff besides just make you laugh. It can help you with your health and your dating luck. And it can help you grow your business by getting your products and services the attention they need. But like everything else, there's a trick to using humor. So if you want to grow your business by cracking jokes, keep in mind these three helpful tips. Always remember to tailor your humor to what your core customers will respond to. Use situational humor, but be smart about how you use it and use irreverent humor carefully and only if it's appropriate. Have any other great tips on using humor in marketing that I should have mentioned? Share them with me in the comments or shoot me a tweet. My Twitter handle is at hrodabaugh. That's at h-r-o-d-a-b-a-u-g-h. Thanks for listening.